this week on the That's What She Said with Danny podcast, Danny and I are feeling good. It's great weather in New York. I feel like summer is right around the corner. Hopefully we get to spend some more time outside. Social distance, of course, wearing our masks, but we're excited to get some sunshine in our lives. That will be nice. And we're excited for this week's guest on the podcast. One of the most gregarious, entertaining members of the New York Mets. Dom Smith is going to join us in just a little bit. That's a really good word that you just used to describe him. I would say that's about a $10 word there, Lex. So good choice. And I am equally as excited to talk to him. The guy's got a giant personality, like you mentioned. We're going to talk to him about all things quarantine, of course. What is he doing? What's he watching? How often is he picking up baseballs and gloves and bats? And we're going to talk to him about his teammates, too, because he has a pretty cool team this year. Yeah, I'm excited. The odds for the World Series just came out, and the Mets have a pretty good chance this season if the season does get underway. So it'll be exciting to talk to Dom about the potential of this squad and also some of the stars on this team that we've gotten to know a little bit watching them on screen. But we'll get some behind-the-scenes information, guys like Pete Alonzo, Jacob deGrom, all the stars there in Queens. So Dom's going to give us the lowdown on some of his best buds. And he's a great talker. He's been mic'd up on broadcast before. He loves joshing with his teammates. So all that's going to come across when, uh, when he hops on here. He's here. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Hello? Hey, Dom. Dom. Hey. Welcome hey, to the podcast. Good. How are you? Oh, thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'll be better if we have some baseball. Um, but – you know, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good though, especially during where, this time. Where are you? Florida, Tampa, right now, to be exact. Um, staying uh, with Stroman, so I get to you know work out and and you know stay active. Hit with Pete a ton, um, because Pete is down here, so you know just been grinding. He's got the sunshine, the weather, and the most positive people on the planet with him right now. I am jealous. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, we've definitely uh, made the most out of this quarantine for sure. Good. All right. So we're going to get to know your quarantine life a little bit better. We're going to play a game called Scale of 1 to 10. So since we're recording video and audio, we're going to have you hold up the number 1 to 10 and then say the number as well. All right. So first question. How often are you doing crazy balance drills in quarantine? Probably like maybe like a four. What are you doing? Um, just a lot of like core stability work, um, like physio ball, um, hammy curls, just stuff like that. I do a lot of stuff for my feet. So I work on like strengthening like my feet, my toes. Um, I broke my foot last year. So trying to just stay on top of that and, and trying to just, just work that stuff. But I don't do it as much. I feel like as I, you know, normally would do if it was season. But, you know, for quarantine, I feel like I, I've done it a ton. So one of my favorite things to talk about is group chats. And I could imagine you've got a couple good group chats going on. How often do you find yourself laughing at your own jokes that you're sending in the group chats? Probably a nine out of 10. Um, I feel like everything I pretty much say is funny, even though a lot of times it's not, but they just don't get it. So it's not their joke. Um, but, you know, we have, we have a, a ton of uh, funny things that go in a group chat and we like to tease each other and have fun with it. So I like to say I'm the funniest, but you know, some people will beg to differ. 
He's our I guy. Think a lot of people would agree, though. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I really try. <laughs> Dom, scale of one to ten, how often are you watching your highlight from last year, that walk-off homer to end the season? I'll probably say like an eight out of ten. I really didn't watch it much during the offseason, but now, you know, since it's zero sports at all, I mean, sometimes I watch um, like Cornhole on ESPN. But besides that, since there's no sports at all, I do catch myself, you know, watching, you know, highlights in, in last year and especially the walk-off home run. Good answer. So you're in Florida. We've established that. Sunny Florida. Yes. One to yes. ten, how often are you getting out on that beautiful water? Oh, man, maybe a three out of ten. I have the luxury, you know, to be over here um, in Florida and, you know, some of the stuff isn't closed and, you know, where I'm staying, you know, we have like a private little causeway that, you know, enters in from the ocean. So, you know, we we're able to get out on the water, do a little jet skiing, you know, do a little meditation, clear the mind and, and just really be one with earth. So I definitely have fun with that. And it's definitely way more than I have in my life. So I'm definitely experiencing some new things. That's pretty cool. How often, one to 10, are you avoiding doing chores around the house? I'll say one out of 10, only because it's nothing to do. So it's like, I can't, I can't be that lazy. Like, like come on, you, you really have nothing to do. Keep the house clean, you know, do the dishes, you know, shower multiple times a day. Like, just because you don't leave the house doesn't mean you're not supposed to bathe. So guys, make sure you guys are showering multiple times and, you know, take care of your, your, your apartments and, and houses. I like that PSA. We need to global <laughs> PSA. Exactly. Everybody. <laughs> Got everybody. I don't care if you don't leave the house, take some showers. <laughs> okay. One to 10. This might be the most important thing we ask you today. How stocked okay. is your fridge? Oh, man. <laughs> man, it's probably like a 9 out of 10. Once again, where I'm staying, I have the luxury of being pampered and, and treated well. So my treatment has done a great job taking care of me. And, yeah, the fridge is stocked. We don't need to go anywhere. You know, we don't leave the house. All our meals are prepared for us. So, you know, I've been living a pretty good life. And it just makes me, you know, appreciative and want to work that much harder. What's in the fridge? Like, what's the best thing? What's the best meal? What, like, something that it's, Alexa and I would not have in our fridges? I mean, it's crazy. Like, everything from, you know, just, you know, duck and crazy kind of, like, vegetables and squash. And, I mean, she makes tremendous meals for us. Like, stuff that I've never had before and stuff that are, like, literally coming out of a five-star restaurant. <laughs> and, you know... Her fish is amazing. And just the way, I think it's like the grill they have. They have a, a great grill. And obviously she knows how to, you know, cook really well. And yeah, the food is, is phenomenal. It's like some of the best food that I've ever had. And it tastes like it comes out of a five-star restaurant. Good for you, man. That's great. Uh, thank you. How often, one to 10, are you singing in the shower now that you're taking all these showers? Oh, every time. 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> every shower, I have to sing. You know, us baseball players, sometimes we feel like we can rap. So I feel like I'm a half rapper, half baseball player. 
So like I'm making up freestyles that are terrible, but in my opinion, they're pretty creative, but you know, you, you gotta do something to kill some time, so. All right, so you gotta give us a sample. Something that you're singing. No, I can Just something, can. either someone I else's can. song or something that you do. If you're singing all the time, that means you can at least give us a little bit of a sneak peek. I'm not, see, I'm not singing, I'm rapping. Like, all right, I, give, us, I give us something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, okay, let me see. I'm not good though, that's the problem. Well, who are you rapping? Are you rapping like Chance? Are you rapping DMX? Are you rapping Eminem? Are you rapping? That's what I'm saying. I rap like, right now my music is, is actually pretty awful. I'm listening to like a lot of like, you know, trendy rappers that are in. And it's more like the beat, in my opinion, than the message behind their words because a lot of times there's no message behind the words. So, you know, it's not like super lyrical, but um, yeah, so the music that I'm listening to right now is, is pretty awful. It's not even, like if I played it in the locker room right now, like Jacob would look at me and he'll tell me to turn it off. Like, <laughs> like are you listening to trap? What are we talking about? Everything trap. I mean, I like all music, but if I'm listening to first thing I play right now, It'll probably be like Little Baby's new album or, you know, Gunna, I think, just dropped a song. Um, oh, no, I got to really look at my music. I just listen to so much. Like, I just put it on shuffle while I'm working out. and It just plays. But mainly, like, Little Baby, Future just dropped the album. Um, those type of artists. Trap. A new age rap. All right. I Head, like it. Heavy trap. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm like, I'm not saying it's the best music out because it's it's not, but I like it a lot. Well, it's fun too, right? I mean. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. We don't judge. There we go. There's no judge. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. No, I'm just saying for the people out there, because then like they'll turn it on and be like, oh man, I'm saying this music is the best music. Like, no, nah, I'm not saying that, but it's fun music to listen to if I have to go smack a home run, you know, it gets me fired up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally that. agree. We, whatever, whatever gets you fired up to hit it out, man. That's, that's all we care about. Yeah. There we go. All right. So we want to know one to 10, how often are you talking to guys in the league that aren't on your team? 10 out of 10. I talked to Malik's a lot. Malik Smith, who he's living in Tampa. I talked to him a lot. Um, Jose Bautista, who's actually not with a team, but, you know, that's obviously a great person to talk to on an everyday basis. You know, he's done some great things in this game. It's, I mean, it's quite a few guys. Uh, Kyle Tucker, I hit with him a couple times a week. So you're staying yeah, connected. I mean, that's good. Yes, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're staying connected. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, figure out, you know, this, you know, our deal, proposal that's out there. And, you know, obviously we all miss baseball and we want to stay ready, stay in shape. So. We're trying to do everything we can also by following the guidelines too and being healthy and safe. And so um, we, we, we try to stay active and stay connected and, and we, we're just trying to stay ready for the game. All right, final scale of one to 10 for you, Dom. How often are you checking yourself out in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say 10 out of 10. But <laughs> I have reasoning behind it. It's like, 
I'm not like checking myself out like that. Like right now I'm trying to like groom my hair to get waves. So like I'm literally like brushing my hair for like two hours a day in the mirror, trying to make my hair wave up just because like I have nothing to do during quarantine. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully by the time we play some baseball, I have some good looking waves because I'm putting a lot of effort into it. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah, 10 out of 10, I'm sorry. Gotta keep it tight. All right, yeah. you crushed scale of 1 to 10. Nicely done. So we want to talk about your teammates for a second, and uh, okay. then we'll transition to you and, and how you're spending some of this offseason and, and downtime baseball-wise. But we know that you and Pete Alonzo know each other really well. You know, mm -hmm. last year, what an incredible year for him. He wins mm -hmm. the home run derby. He sets that rookie home run record, and then he goes on to be rookie of the year. I feel like a lot of people knew that he was going to win Rookie of the Year, but it wasn't till later on in the season. When did you know that he was going to win Rookie of the Year? I think I knew, like, first week of the season, you know, when wow. when he went and we faced, you know, the Nationals in D.C., and he had a great, you know, first, you know, couple games against Scherzer and Strasburg, and, you know, that's, that's, that's some really, you know, good pitching. So for him to hit them well and to see him, how hungry he was, how passionate he was, and how much he worked on an everyday basis, you know. I know that they tried to put a knock on his glove, and he went out there every day for early work ground balls, and it just showed his dedication and how he just wanted to be really great in baseball. So, like I said, that first series when we played, you know, the Nationals in D.C., when he had a good series, you know, I knew he was ready, and I knew he was ready to do some big things. Back-to-back -back Cy Youngs for Jacob deGrom. You got a front-row seat to that guy. What is only something you could add to his Wikipedia page? I don't know what I can really add to his page. I mean, he's done, you know, quite something in his game. You know, one of the few pitchers to win back-to-back -back Cy Youngs, and he's super dedicated. I could say that, you know, deep down he wants to win a silver slugger. So I think he might be heartbroken if, you know, we get the DH rule because I know he loves to hit. He's very competitive, and he's a great athlete. And I know that was something he really wanted to do. So I know Chris Paddock has, like, the nickname and share, but uh, Jacob DeGrom is the share. Like, he's in there. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a very intense person, you know, no matter what we're doing. You know, you could be playing ping pong or shooting in a little mini hoop. You know, it's, it's very intense. It's very serious. And, uh, you know, all he expects is greatness and whatever he does. So – He's a very intense person, so we, we me and J.D. Davis, uh, we like to joke around around him and, and call him the sheriff. You know, it kind of makes him mad a little bit, but fires him up. <laughs> you guys like poking the bear? Oh, uh, you have to. You have to. Somebody All has right, to so poke him, you know? That's right. Uh, and, and you're the best guy to do it, that's for sure. <laughs> this offseason, it's obviously – a different offseason than baseball players are used to normally, and we're not really sure what's going to happen in 2020. So how has that changed your offseason routines? And specifically, you know, you talked about your foot and your stress fracture. What have you changed this offseason going into the year that's different than past years? I just, like you said, just wanted to really uh, get my foot healthy. And, and that was my first year, you know, playing a full and I didn't play a full year, but just being up on a roster for 162 games, I mean, that's it's a long year. And um, it takes a lot out of your body physically on an everyday basis, um, the flight, the travel, 
And uh, just the, the constant playing at a high level, I mean, it, it takes a toll on you. So I just really wanted my body to be ready to play 162 games. I knew that I was going to get the opportunity to play some more outfield. So I just wanted to come back in more of an athletic, you know, frame and, and just being able to cover more ground in the outfield and just add more versatility to my game because I know that the more versatile I am is, you know, it's going to help the team in the long run. So I just wanted to focus on that and really worked on, I saw a, um, a chiropractor, not a chiropractor, but a physical therapist, I should say, in Los Angeles. And, you know, he really taught me a lot about my body, how, you know, we need to start from the ground up, literally working from our toes, you know, to our ankles, to our calves, to knees, to just everything in your body, your neck, your vision, and just going to in depth about really just training my body to, you know, just become a better athlete. And I think it was really going to help me this season. And I was super excited, but just really trying to stay on top of that. So when the season does come back, you know, I'm ready to go. And you're living with Strowman. I feel like Strowman has these bags of tricks that he pulls out. He's, he's doing alternative stuff. The guy, you know, he's, he's doing his own thing a lot of the times, but it works for him. Like, is there something in his bag that you've pulled out that is off the beaten path as far as working out or training? What, what's he giving you? Oh man, he's ahead of the game. You know, he's, his training is, it's something that, you know, baseball players are going to adapt, you know, in years to come. And it's just the 1% of the big leaguers know about, you know, the type of training he does. And, and it's, it's pretty intense. It's a different level. And I, I can see guys who wouldn't want to train like that because, you know, it's, it's focusing on, you know, different muscle groups and, and mobility and it's really you know a lifestyle more than just training and it's easy to just go grab weights but to transform your body to be able to you know be as mobile and flexible I mean that's a hard thing to do that takes time so um, a lot of guys you know won't even want to train like that so uh, his, his method is definitely next level and I'm definitely adapting you know some of those things with my regimen because it's only going to make me that much a better player. Dom, you were mic'd up during spring training, and man, that was some of the best audio <laughs> we've ever heard. The best also was when you lost communication. You were like, I can't yeah. hear you guys. Can you still hear that? Can you? The broadcasters I, I, were loving it. Yo, they were like, listen to this guy. And JD's like, he just wants to talk. He can probably hear me. He just wants to talk. <laughs> I really couldn't hear. Like, I promise. Um, and I, I, it just happened to work out perfectly. Like, my mic really went out, and I heard it slowly fading out. And then it went to complete silence. So I was like, hello? And then I didn't hear anybody. And there was a cameraman, ESPN cameraman in the center field. And he, I was playing left field and he called me. He said, Dom, Dom, your mic's still on. I said, okay. He was like, no, keep talking though. So I was like, all right. So I, was, I just kept talking. I don't think I said like, man, I think I, think I said something like Tim Tebow has more home runs than me right now or something like that. And, I don't even know what happened. And then when I went in after the game and actually saw it, oh, I, I cried laughing. It was so <laughs> funny to me. I loved it. It was so much fun. I mean, it just it was fun just to, you know, give the fans a little inside and backstage pass to just see us as people and, and how we, you know, interact on a, you know, everyday basis, on a game-to-game basis and what goes on in the dugout because a lot of times, you know, you <laughs> you don't know what we're saying at all. So, you know, it goes to show, you know, that, you know, we have fun and it's not always super serious, even though Jake would like it to be super serious at all times. You know, we, we try to have some fun with it. All right. So this year, if all the equipment worked, 
and you were mic'd up. Since you're rooming with Marcus Stroman right now, what's a funny story you could tell on air about Marcus Stroman? Oh, man. I can't tell any stories about Marcus Stroman. He might, he might beat me up, you know? He's like, he's one of those like dedicated, serious people. Like, you know, he's, he's pretty serious. So a lot of times it's me just cracking jokes at him or with him trying to make him laugh. Would you dare you know? play a practical joke on him? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no chance. Nothing. No chance. I wouldn't play a practical joke on him, no. He wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> Would he be upset? He would be really mad at you? Yeah, and, like, the thing is, he has, like, way more money than me, so, like, his <laughs> joke is going to be way better than my joke. Like, no matter, like, see, that's the thing about, like, baseball and, like, pranking people and, and joking around. It's, like, at the end of the day, the veterans have way more money than, you know, the young guys, so their joke is always going to be funny. So it's literally they joke on you, and then you just have to wear it until, you know, you get some time and, and you can get them back. All right, so what if you were mic'd up and were asked to tell a story about J.D. Davis? J.D. is a, uh, he's like a, he's an undercover, like, trap lover. Like, he loves trap music, like, oh, it fires him up. Like, Young Dolph is his favorite rapper. I don't even think you guys even heard who Young Dolph is. No. Exactly. So, Young Dolph. I'm telling you, Young Dolph is his favorite rapper. <laughs> so that's his nickname. That's what I call him. I call him Young Dolph every day. Like, you ready, Young Dolph? He wants to hear, it's this song called A Honey Shots by one, Young Dolph. <laughs> that's his favorite song. He, that's his weakness. Telling you, if, yeah. He wants me to play it before he goes out every game. <laughs> and when I play it, oh, he's in the zone. Like, the pitcher has no chance when he's going up to hit that night. No chance. All right, yeah. since you know your teammates so well, it's time for rapid fire. These are oh. quick questions with uh, pretty quick answers, but you can take your time, whatever, whatever feels good. All right. uh, best nickname on the team, Polar Bear, Flying Squirrel, or Degrominator? Flying Squirrel. And I'll say Flying Squirrel only because he like really hates the nickname. So <laughs> like as much as I, we can wear him out and call him the Flying Squirrel, and I don't, like, we should just call him straight squirrel. Like, no even flying squirrel. Just call him squirrel. He hates it, so the squirrel is my favorite. Why does he hate Polar, it? Because, like, <laughs> he just doesn't like it. Like, he doesn't feel like he's a squirrel. He feels like he's a big guy with big muscles, and he hits home runs. And squirrels are just small and fast. It fits him perfectly. He goes out. And he squirrels around. He, he gets his couple, like, four base hits a night. Still the base. You know, he's heads up on defense, heads up on the base pads. He'll run into a home run every once in a while. He's always going to, like I said, play good defense. So, I mean, it fits him perfectly. I love it. We all love it. He's the only one in the world who doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> all right. So, we know that you roomed with your mom in low ball, and you're rooming yeah. with Marcus Stroman right now. So, who's the better roommate? Oh, man. I mean, I have to always go with my mom, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Stro. Who wouldn't want to, you know, be around their parents, especially going through that? I was young. I got drafted out of high school. So when I went in the pro body, I didn't even know how to do my own laundry yet. I was, you know, so I needed my mom around to, you know, teach me how to grow up a little bit. And, you know, I, I definitely do appreciate her. 
um, coming down. It was fun. It was definitely fun. It was an experience. So I'm glad that, you know, I got to have that experience. You know, I wouldn't trade it right now, though. I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> want to do that right now. But it was something that I definitely enjoyed when I was a little bit younger. What's the best advice your mom's ever given you? That, like, people, you know, like, they don't care. Like, people don't care. Meaning, in baseball terms, they don't care how you feel. They don't care if you're sick. Like, all they care about is what you can do for them right then, what you can, you know, do for, you know, the team and in that moment. So it's like, I guess, taking pity off of yourself and, and it makes you stop feeling sorry for yourself because a lot of times you can want people to feel sorry for you because of, you know, you, you might wake up and feel a little stiff or a little sick or, you know, your dog might have died. So it just kind of like, you know, helped me, I guess, man up in a sense and, and help me just kind of take the pity off of myself, stop feeling sorry for myself. And, and instead of doing that, I just go produce and go do. Shout out, mom. Love that. Good mom. Yeah. All right. Who is the best friendly trash talker on the team? I would have to say Nemo. I mean, he doesn't even trash talk, though. What's the meanest thing you've ever heard him say? Gosh darn it. <laughs> Dag nabbit. Like, if he's like, gets out, and, and he would do it, like, never. Probably once a season. Maybe once in his whole career. <laughs> we've heard a dag nabbit from him. And, yeah, he won't curse. He won't curse ever. Won't talk bad about anybody. Yeah. He's a He's, like, a great person. Like, he really is. So is anyone, like, a real trash talker? Like, really gets under your skin or you go back and forth with? Uh, like, not on my team. I mean, like, Jacob DeGrom would just talk mess, but it's like, it's like, like, you can't say anything to him. Like, what can you say? He's the best pitcher in baseball, you know? So it's just like, you wear that one at all times. Even though, you know, we uh, we have friendly trash talk. Like, J.D. Davis will have friendly trash talk with, you know, Jake. And that'll be it. Me and J.D., we're like, we won't ever trash talk our teammates because we just have so much fun together. But we'll trash talk the other team for sure. We like that very much. <laughs> so yeah, we're, def we're definitely talking the whole game. And, yeah. That's when we want the yeah. mic on you. That's when we need you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff right there. <laughs> all right, next up. Who's your favorite Met of all time? I just – I have to go with Daryl Strawberry only because he's from L.A., like literally from right where I'm from. He went to Crenshaw High School, which was a school that I almost went to. My grandma still lives pretty close around there. So, I mean – my heart is, I'm an L.A. kid. I'm an L.A. boy, man. Daryl Strawberry, sweet swing, lefty, you know, could do it all. Just love watching his highlights. Obviously, David Wright was the best, you know. So, you know, obviously I'm torn because I got to, you know, watch him and come up with him and see what he did, you know, for this city of New York and especially the franchise. I mean, he was the captain, you know. So he was, he was <laughs> sick, man. He was, he was, he was really good. So, I mean, those two are obviously, you know, neck and neck for me. Um, you know, it's just torn being an L.A. kid. And David right now lives in L.A. too, so I guess he's a L.A. kid too now. So, we, we I guess we could adopt him. Good choices both ways. Can't go wrong yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. If you're going to play another sport professionally, what would it be? Basketball. <laughs> I'll be out there wet like Curry, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, we have arguments to this day. Me and Rob Gefelman, he played basketball in high school. Really good basketball player. And we just have arguments all the time, like, who's better in basketball? I mean, I love basketball. I'm passionate about it. Um, obviously, it's not too many 5'11 and a half guards in the NBA. So I kind of think I made the right choice. But <laughs> I would love to play some street ball whenever. But, you know, obviously we can't under contract. But in my next life, <laughs> I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot for the NBA. Yeah. Um, we end every podcast with an embarrassing story. We have every guest tell us something either from their past or something that happened recently that if you had one of those men in black mind eraser devices, you'd want to use it on yourself because it's cringeworthy and you want to forget it for the rest of your life. So what embarrassing story do you have for us? I don't know. That's a good one. I mean, obviously dropping that ball in San Fran in the outfield, that was pretty embarrassing. But that was like, I don't know. It was, I don't want to say it was funny because it wasn't funny, but like, JD is a clown. So, like, when we mess up, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be me. It could be McNeil. It could be the Conforto. It doesn't matter. But whoever, you know, has a bad day, like, you know, we know it's a long season, so we just try to make each other laugh, you know. So, he knew that I was doing down in the dumps. And, like, he just came up to me, just tapped me on the shoulder. He just started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as he started laughing, like, I started laughing. And he was like, bro, you're right, dog. It's, it happens, you know. So, I mean, that's just, you know, something that, you know, we laugh off because, like I said, the long years. So, you're definitely going to embarrass yourself more times. Like, we have plenty of strikeouts where we're yelling sword because, like, you know, you take a half swing and it looks like you're swinging a sword up there. So, I mean, we, 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 we try to, you know, make it fun, make it light because it's a long year of failure. So, the more you have fun with it, I guess the more sane you are at the end of the year. Yeah, 100%. Got to keep it light. It's a long season. Uh, Dominic Smith, hopping on the podcast. Dom, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you this year and if the season does get underway. And we appreciate all of your funny stories hopping on the podcast and sharing them with us. Uh, thank you guys for having me, Alexa and Danny. Yeah, we probably have some bloopers for a while now after today. <laughs> We do. We just appreciate you taking your time out, for sure. Uh, Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. All right, good luck this season. All righty. See you guys. See ya.